This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of the Food Show. All we do is talk about food here and things that go along with food. So toothpicks. You know, we've never mentioned that on our program as long as we've been doing it. This program's been on the air for 32 years. We've never talked about toothpicks. Should we? You know why? Why? Tell me. This is gross. <laughs> well, you know how it is. You you're take a bite of something. To be, you're supposed to be making people hungry, but no, I don't. I'm, I reject. Mm, I okay. reject that right. as a topic. Well, right before we left uh, to for the right news and a couple back, of other, you mean? huh? Right before we came back. From before the break. we returned from the break. Yes. Uh, right before we had uh, gone to the break, I uh, was trying to remember. Just something that had come up. We were talking about cinnamon and how finding it in places where it doesn't right. belong. Yes. Yeah, and w- one of the things that I that came to my mind, especially because it involved challah, which is still challah. this is still I'm part getting good of, at that. I need to go to Israel. Yeah, challah. yeah. Well, there you are. Hummus. I figured that that'll work right in. Uh, but if you go over to the pepper mill, mm-hmm. you find that they have bread pudding that has quite a bit of cinnamon challah. in it. Oh. And it's it's it is challah, in fact, but they have another version of it in which they kind of take it apart, the uh, challah, and then they they cover. You don't it say with it a, like you mean it, Tom. Um, they, and they add it uh, some of the uh, the cinnamon and all the rest of it, and they make a pamperdu, mm. lost bread. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to the pepper mill, uh, they have challah made with pamperdu. That's different, or isn't they it? Have Pan Purdue made with challah. That's um, right. What's your favorite Pan Purdue? We had a not a good one at Luke the other day. Yeah, that was not good. Didn't look I, good either. I'm always looking for lightness in a lot of things, but not everything. But in when you get to the the texture of something like bread pudding, you don't want it to to quote my my dear uh, deceased friend Dick Brennan Senior. Uh, you don't order it because it's 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 uh, will make you sink to the bottom. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. He, that was yeah. You know, he, the pan Purdue that you had at Liz's where you got the other day. Was that pan Purdue for what makes what's the difference in lost bread, pan Purdue? Yeah. And what's the other one? Not very much, actually. Uh, the, what you have there is bread. Which is the basic? Yeah, it's soaked uh, in what? soak in, in sugar and and um, eggs. You soak it in buttermilk. Eggs, buttermilk. Okay. Uh, in fact, only in fact, I usually use buttermilk buttermilk for that. I'll get okay. it out yet. We've got like six gallons of that. Start making some pan Purdue. Yeah. Okay. Well, the um, the the best part of of all of that is that if you make it really well, and I'll give you the prime example. In fact, I'll yeah, give you two of them. Yeah, who's making the best? The two, are, and with, they're within a block of one another. Okay. Mr. B's, Arno's. Really? Okay. In fact, I used to go to Mr. B's, and then Ralph Brennan would come over, and he'd say, what do you think of the bread pudding? I said, I, know, I, I think it's very well done, but I know of a place that's even better. Yeah. 
Arno's, and we walked, we walked over to Arno's, just a block away. And uh, I tell you, to this day, I, that's just, it's light, 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 great flavor. It's called Bread Pudding Fitzmorris. Bread Morris. Pudding Fitzmorris. That's, you know, Folks, I hadn't even thought about that until just now. Anyway. Um, I'm going to have a dish named after you, darling. Purdue, make it Vienna sausages. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> Vienna sausage. I, I don't regard that as, as it's not part really of the food. food. The doggy does love it, though. He does well, love it. You know, anyway, all right, so, who, so that's your best, that's your favorite pen, Purdue. Yeah, it's uh-huh. great. Okay. It's really good. Okay. I used to say that it was this restaurant here, and I'm wearing its tie today. Yes, and it's charming. It's, it it's is charming. coffee it's, and donuts. It's coffee and donuts. Mm-hmm. You oh, have cafe au lait beignets. and beignets all depicted on a tie, and I'm wearing it right now. But uh, the, the restaurant where it used to be was the, uh, coffee old, pot? The, old the, coffee pot. the old coffee mm-hmm. pot, which has basically been shut down near as I can tell. I haven't heard any anything about it's been it resurrected as a place where you go for beignets and uh, it's like a and, fast casual and that's place. that's good but i would rather have Tom is depressed about I'd that really honestly though tom come on let's let's be real here. yeah don't you think that the new iteration of the old coffee pot mm-hmm. as a spiffy clean good beignets place is better than the old crumbling coffee pot. Mm, I'll never, I, you'll never get me to go for really? that. Really? Yeah. I mean, the, okay. Because, you know, restaurants, this isn't ta- discussed very much, and we're the ones that ought to be talking about this. And that is uh, the, the, the cuisine of our city is something that is spreads- under assault. Well, it it is. No, it is, actually. It is. is. Well, uh, and if we just take down that that building, well, actually, the building's still there. Yeah. But uh, to take the the whole coffee coffee pot, pot the spirit of the coffee pot, it is where? I think it is. I don't see it. Uh, because the footprint is you, exactly you, you, the same. No, you sit down and you order off a menu, and there's there's much more to it. Okay, so uh, Tom, than let me ask what you they're this. putting. Out. All right, let me ask you this. Okay, so you know, all right, we're experiencing this ourselves mm-hmm. in Mary Lee's seventy year old house. Okay? Yeah, it's expensive to update something. Oh, like it that. sure is. So, would you rather have something that's old? That the person who owns it may not be able to properly sustain, or would you rather it get a new lease and still be there? It's in the French Quarter. That's what the French Quarter is all about. And for that reason alone, I you know I I don't want uh, all of the classic, uh, beautiful in some cases kind of funky. Well, they're not. Uh, well, yeah, but, but just because redone. you're well, they they are they well, still exist. Was it like twenty two million dollars to redo Brennan's? Oh yeah, I mean, something like that. He's got that kind of money. It, it's, oh, they do. It's, well, they, yeah, but I mean, it's a very small handful of people. Well, it's doing okay, and yeah. uh, in a lot of these. So cafe even, even the coffee pot itself, uh, it w- w- started operating in the nineteen forties. 
Well, if there was something wrong with them, they, that surely would have popped up sooner. Okay. Well, it wasn't as expensive in the 1940s as it is to operate now. Well, and that's what happened to the coffee pot. And that's why it's Cafe Beignet now. And I don't have a problem with it. I think I think they did a really great job. I think it was... I feel like the old coffee pot is there. Of course, it wasn't my hangout. It wasn't my there New Orleans go. round table. There you go now. because <laughs> the, the truth the, is out. The people who went to the coffee pot back then yeah. could afford to live in the quarter. Right. Now we can't afford to live near the quarter. Did you go to the coffee pot, Doug? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I was a quarter rat. Have I lived you, down have there. Have you been to the new Cafe Beignet? I wouldn't. Because you know, oh, oh I, you no. know, the, oh, the quarter no. is a place where I take people who come from out of town. I don't go there yes. anymore. See, I because you know because hey, it is a whole another different trip from when I was there. Of okay, it is. it is. It is foreign territory now. It is. <laughs> I, you know, the, it uh, is. Uh, uh, I when I found out that all of this was going to happen, I wrote a fairly long piece about. Uh, about the coffee pot, and and it's where uh, my career started more than anything else. But I'd go over there and just have breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and I'd run into artists and writers and people that I, I was already working it was with. It a sober all. version of the Algonquin Roundtable. Well, was it sober? You know, we didn't have At the kind of the budget morning? that the uh, that the <laughs> the hotel in New York City. You know, uh, I think uh, you know they like got a little advanced. I don't think any us. of you were as clever <clears throat> as Dorothy Parker either. As Dorothy Parker once said, "No, don't let us be him." I can't remember the lyrics to that. Oh. It's a great song. Though. Was it a Cole Porter song? No, oh. I, I think it was actually. Now that you mention it, wasn't he around in that time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Two six zero six three six eight. We have now descended into the usual babbling. So save us babbling. if you would like. And if not, I mean, you know, maybe you want to hear us babble. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. Okay, I can babble with the best of them. It's the food show. You know what? We want, we need to talk to Chef Andrea. No, not yet. Not yet. We're running out of time. When, when he calls, he'll call. Okay. So did you hear in the news before um, we came back with the show, in yeah. the news, yeah. and this is also in your almanac, so yeah. um, these two things coincide. Uh, today is the first, uh, today is the day that Ozzy and Harriet Nelson were married. Mm. And then nine years later on the same date... The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet started as a weekly radio sitcom, moving to television in 1952. So it stayed on for 14 years. Hmm. It's amazing how many TV shows that were beca- were very famous, and that was certainly one of them. Yes. Uh, but, uh, his name that was started. What was his name? Ricky Nelson. Yeah, he was. Ricky cute. Nelson. That was a sad tragedy. Well, he was. He was a huge uh, Rick maker. I mean. Uh, Rick Maker, what is that? Anyway, <laughs> he was a rock star. He was a rock star, <clears throat> uh-huh. and the girls just loved there it. There was this movie he was in, I'm trying to think of the name of it, where he sang, Do You Know What It Means to Miss New Orleans? Mm. He was like a serviceman. Good for him. Yeah. That's a, that's a good song. Do you know that, song. Doug? Would you find that for us, please? The you know Ricky Nelson version of Do You Know What It Means to Miss New Orleans? No, 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 anyway, no, he was Anyway, he was definitely no. a cute little serviceman. Um, you know what I wanted to ask about that? What you you have down here in your almanac that this show exemplified the innocence of the fifties and yeah. early sixties. Oh, what a true thing! It was especially the part of it where it was on, on radio, which it was well, that for quite been a long in time. So yeah. 
It was the early 50s, before my time. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Good move. The food of that, well, it's true. The, the food of yeah. that time was the, you know, the processed food. And that brings me to my margarine. My wheelhouse. <laughs> yes. Campbell's margarine, soup. Margarine, Campbell's soup, Terry's roast beef. Mm-hmm. Swanson's TV dinners. Yeah. Did anybody's mother besides Tom actually cook from scratch back then? My mother did. That's what I said. Besides but, but, your mother. But, but not for everything. It, it, was, it was funny. There were certain things. Like she made this great vegetable soup from scratch. And she would do yeah, it. Yeah, your mom made everything from scratch. Well, not everything. What'd she make? And uh, she, it, we got into the habit of having uh, vegetable soup out of uh, Campbell's can yeah. now and then. Yeah. There were some times where she would go to the store and come back with a, a can of biscuits. Remember the kind that <gasps> used to sap on the side of You them? make beignets out of those. You could. You j- can just cut them into the right size and then you fry them. Those are better beignets than the ones you can buy, I it's think. It's easy enough. When I, when, uh, I was running a scout uh, gang, Yeah. we used to do that at, yeah. at our, on our campouts. We would always uh, make uh, biscuits out, out of uh, those those donuts. biscuits, donuts. those donuts. Yeah. Yes. Um, for anybody who anybody. is not aware of that, it's very simple. You open the can of biscuit dough, you cut it into quarters and drop it into 375 oil and then dust it with powdered sugar. Voila, beignets without going into the Mm-mm-mm. quarter to have them, Doug. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doug, if you're feeling like beignets and just can't bring yourself to go back into the old neighborhood, then you can just make them with a, uh, you know, with a, a regular, what is it? I, I would say is it 60 cents? Have you tried $2. to make those? They don't taste the no, same. No, they do. They're good. But I hate to tell you, the ones down in the quarter aren't all that good either. Well, of course not. They've anyway. moved out to the suburbs by now. That's right. Two six zero six three six eight. Oh, I got something in my throat. Anyway. Oh, um, no, it's not that, is it? So let's see. What else did we eat back then? Oh, gosh, there was all sorts of stuff. Uh, that uh, I remember my mother used to use... Jiffy Pop. Jiffy huh? Pop. Do you remember Jiffy Pop? No. What's that? Is that the um, popcorn? Yeah. Yeah. And it would come in its own, like, yeah. little... Yeah. Little, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Yeah, and you'd put it over the... Mm-hmm. And shake it. Should I go get you a glass of water? I don't know. Maybe, no. maybe I do need one. Yeah. 260-6368. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Do you know what it means what it to miss New Orleans and miss it each night and day? I know I'm right. wrong. The feeling's getting stronger the longer I stay away. Miss the moss-covered vines, the tall sugar pines. Doug, you are so good. Doug is so good. What would we do without you? Don't answer that. He doesn't have time to answer that. Uh, Fish sticks. Fish sticks. Fish sticks. A meal at my house. Mm, Did you like that? Fish sticks. Yeah. Frozen crinkle cut fries. And if my mom was feeling healthy... Um, canned peas. Canned peas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were downgrading uh, peas a, a couple of weeks ago. 
But I was? No, yeah. no, no, no. I was saying that peas should not be a coarse oh, period. Yeah. Well, I, I can. Which is kind of the hot thing now. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have any recollections of food back in the early 60s, the convenience food world? Yeah, but back then when uh, Ricky Nelson were, were uh, performing. Was so cute. Everybody loved him. Very cute. Um, he had a big brother, too, who was always a little bit jealous. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what was the big brother's name? Ozzy, I guess. Was it no, Ozzy was the well, dad. Well, he was the dad, but yeah. was, did, he have a, did he have a brother named Ozzy? He no? did. I, I don't think it was Ozzy. I, okay. I can't remember. Let's see if anybody knows the answer to that. We what can was, look this up on the magic phone. Yeah. That's it, what I do. It, we're, we're not looking for Ricky Nelson. We already have him. But his brother, who was a little bit older than he was, and he was always in those shows, on the, in radio and also on um, when they were David David, David that's David, right boy that was Mickey quick was the older one wasn't he and David <clears throat> was the younger one oh he's the older yeah. one oh okay yeah well to have a look at a picture of him maybe because nobody really knows about David so I guess Ricky was just a lot cuter maybe that was it yeah oh believe me he just the, the girls <laughs> just went nuts over him he was cute I have to say that yeah. anyway uh, convenience foods there were lots of them. Who, Ricky or David? Yeah, that's what I figured. Mm. Ricky died young, didn't he? He did, and was it, it wasn't crash? for an, Was it a plane no, crash? No, it was pretty yeah, bad, Ricky though. died in a plane he crash. He did. They both yes. did. He did? And, and okay. also, yes. um, Dean Martin's son did, too. Two cuties. that They both died in, in mm. plane crashes. Oh, that's depressing. Yeah, how do we get on that anyway? So I can uh, shift Oops. over here. In our gourmet gazetteer, a gazetteer mm. is like an, uh, an encyclopedia or a... a uh, dictionary, uh, except that it's only about place names. And uh, today's Gourmet Gazetteer brings us a town, get a load of this, here in Louisiana, in the north central part of the state. Get get an image of this in, in your personal mental map. Uh, north central part of Louisiana, 56 miles east of Shreveport, of all the places in Louisiana, this one is the least likely ever to feel the effects of a hurricane, either uh, the storm or the drink variety. It is a junction of country roads uh, through farmland, but it really was. The name of the, the town was Hurricane. How is would there, you, go ahead. How would you like to live in a town with a name like that? Well, you could never do it, Tom, because I think you have, like, an inordinate thing about hurricanes. What? <laughs> I do? Is there a name for that, like arachnophobia? Is there something <clears throat> where you have just, like, this bizarre obsession about hurricanes? That's Tom. He's afflicted with mm. that, whatever it is. Mm. Anyway, 260-6368. You, you stopped my... My ramblings about fish sticks and Terry's roast beef mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> for that. Fair enough. Fair oh enough. Oh my gosh. So mm-hmm. I remember Terry's roast beef. I remember the first I time do too. we tried Terry's roast beef. Because believe me, we tried everything like that. So Terry's roast beef came out. Is, is this anyone else's experience? Because this is definitely mine. So. Came in a box. And it had a little, you know what it was? Like the yeah. first sous vide. It was a Terry's lot Terry's roast beef was like sous vide. You threw the whole package yeah. in a pot. Right, and boiled yeah. it and heated it up. But I noticed that when Terry's roast beef came out, it was roast beef. Yeah. 
And as the years went by, it became less and less roast beef and more and more just gravy. Who knows? <laughs> just gravy. And there was, at the end of our Terry's roast beef tenure, there might have been two slices of roast beef in it. Is that still on the market? That can't still be on the market. I don't know, but I remember it as, visible, as visibly as you do, because my mother used to make them, too. And my Your mother, mother? My mother <gasps> could make a roast beef. That's what I'm saying. And I know your dad My dad could. was yeah. big into roast beef, but your mom went to Terry's roast well, beef? Well, I guess it's... <gasps> you know what it was? I think whenever people did that, it was a... a con- Probably your kids bugged the bejeebers well, out of you. No, that's what probably not. It's uh, what uh, what they were after was doing something in the modern way. That's what I'm saying. Your yeah. kids, like, remember we used to do everything from scratch, and then our kids went to school and they started wanting things like Little Debbie cakes. Yeah. And we bought them, but we didn't want to. But they bossed us around mm. a lot. Two six zero six three six eight. You beat me to it. Two six zero six three six eight. We uh, we've had a busy little show here for you and me. I thought so anyway. Talking about nothing at all. Oh usual. no no! I think so, this Tom, is in, this in, has been a, a fun show. Okay, in TV dinner world. Yeah. What did you get? I don't know if we we didn't do TV dinners that long. Uh, My mom tired of those pretty quickly. Whenever I uh, ate a TV dinner, which was not very often. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Uh, it was uh, turkey and peas and, one, and mashed potatoes. And it was all on, on one piece yeah, of... silver tray. And it was shaped like a television yeah. screen. I oh, bet you never right? thought about that before, I but that's... I didn't. Well, I, it had the portions, you know, the things yeah. portioned out like at school. And the shape, too. That it's... music means Chef Andrea is with us. It must and be hey, true. Marian. Hey, I know you never had convenience foods growing up. No way, no. Yeah. No, no. I had good, uh, good. all fresh fava beans, red beans, good. green beans, he uh, cannellini even... beans. I had, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we have a farm, so I grew up with... Uh, Florida own pig, the cow, the chicken, the rabbit, everything fresh on the table. If yeah. you don't like it, you go to sleep. You, he, you go to bed. He, there uh, was no refrigerator. <laughs> there was no uh, French fried chips, no hamburger, yeah, no popcorn, nothing. Just go See, to sleep. No, no hot dog, nothing. Yeah, good for you because in America, <laughs> no at microwaves. that same time, we were no, eating. <laughs> absolutely not. We not were even eating dreadful stuff. We, we have um, the, the house I was grew up and born in. It's made with stones, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, in the summertime it's ice cold, in the wintertime it's warm. Uh-huh. And um, so we have a, a cantina, a wine cellar, that everything was going to wine cellar. Eggplant, the tuna, marinated in oil, mm. uh, cherry, everything was going to wine cellar. Ah. My, right, well, my olive oil, my, um, my uh, wine, everything was in a wine cellar. So everything right. was kept in a wine cellar. Be- so, be- before you get into this too deeply, and we're not uh, rejecting that. I want to hear it. I do, too. But I just want to run past, uh, run something past you. Uh, when we started the show today, Marianne and I were trying to remember a really great day in um, Genoa. In Genoa. Oh yeah, beautiful, uh, beautiful, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. And while we were there, we had lunch in this spectacularly good-looking restaurant right in the middle of town, and we but we couldn't remember its name. We Later in the show, we did remember it. Wait, see if he knows it. I'll bet you but he knows it. But we wonder if you remember it. This is a, a place right in the middle of the, the most um, 
by the water on the on the main thoroughfare. It's La eighty Spezia. years old. No, no, not La Spezia. No, in in no. Genoa. In Genoa. In Genoa. In Genoa. Yeah, Genoa. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. Zeffirino. In Molino. Zeffirino. Zeffirino. No, I remember Zeffirino. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Have you been yeah. there? One time. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Beautiful I'll, restaurant. I'll never forget that place. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, and uh, old, and uh, very nice, friendly people it's, there. The waiter, the staff was very nice. It's the power nice. crowd. It's all the yeah. politicos. Yeah. It, it was full of political people. Yeah. I mean, you right. could tell yeah. there was there was no missing it. For they were sure. sitting in in there and drinking and big family place. Big big deal. All right, so he stopped you in your tracks, Andre. You were on a roll about the things that you put in your cellar. Yes. Um, and then also the uh, um, beside the, when we uh, um, had something to refrigerate, we put in a wine cellar. The watermelon, everything was in a wine cellar because it was ice cold refrigeration. Now this wine cellar was a very large um, wine cellar. We, we still have it. Was it well, underground? I, I still own. I still own the house in the piazza uh, in Anacampri, uh, Piazza Capri number twenty-eight, and uh, the house is a big uh, two-floor. Uh, to, like uh, a big, big, two, two, big house. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, and um, my mama, I was born there. I was born there. My grand, 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 grand. They were they weren't there. So and then we had the farm, and we go to the farm, and uh, we bring stuff back to keep in the refrigeration. We kept potato in there. We kept all, all seasonal stuff went in there, and uh, we feed from there in the winter time. And uh, so it was very. That's the way I grew up with, and there was no fast food on the table, period. Yeah, yeah very different yeah. from here. <laughs> well, it was a different era, too, you know, different different time. Yeah. But uh, glad to be with you, and uh, we have a wonderful meeting this evening, um, as usual. We have some beautiful fresh fish, the amberjack, very fresh to our door, really, really great. Pumpkin is very fresh. The flounder is very fresh. And um, we have some wonderful, uh, one of my favorite restaurants, usually I was... I recommend to my guests all the time. Uh, we have some great, wonderful speckled trout, fresh speckled trout. And uh, these are now coming very nicely. A uh, little more on the high side uh, this time of the year, but it's worth it. So, therefore, I recommend very highly local speckled trout. And then, of course, we have all homemade fresh pasta. The, one of our guests' favorite, favorite dish on the pasta is the porcini ravioli, crammy ravioli, and the meat ravioli. We, well, just when I came to the phone, I was making some uh, meat sauce with um, homemade fresh ravioli, uh, ravioli alla bolognese, Bologna. And I uh, just had a nice, wonderful plate uh, for my lunch today. It was a little bit late, but uh, delicious. So that's also available. And then we have double cut pork chop on the special menu this evening. We have the Dover sole, we have the grilled tuna, and then we have the my favorite, one of the best Genova dish in Genova, beside the pesto, is chopin. Chopin is a bouillabaisse, the duppe di pesce we call also in perfect Italian. Uh, and it's also every day available at Andre with lunch and dinner, uh, mussels and clams, uh, shrimps, crimeed, uh, squid. And uh, it's a really a mamma mia dish, as I recommend very highly. And then one of my favorite on the meat, on the beef, is a T-bone steak, the classical bistecca la Fiorentina. That's uh, available here, Andre, with a lot of people in New Orleans, Tom, this is your... Um, uh, cup of tea here. You should tell people that we have Bisteca La Fiorentina. Don't go to Tuscany 5,000 miles from here. You can have here in the backyard in your house at Andrea, you can have a Bisteca La Fiorentina, the classical 
with lightly sauteed spinach, if you like, with a little touch of salsetta la minuta on the side or on top. It's really delicious. And, and not, it only is it, not only mama is it delicious, is that uh, aside from it being uh, all, mamma mia and all of that, this is from a, a kind of cow yeah. that is much bigger than what you've ever seen in your life. This, they, for some reason, in the middle of, of Italy... They they raise cattle that way, and it is really astonishing. And if you yeah. um, if you've ever thought that the thing you do when you go to to Italy is eat uh, with a lot of sauces, get one of those steaks. You'll never forget that. It is outstanding. So we have to hear Andre. We can have any day. So we'd love to have you. Yeah. Mamma mia. All right. Well, <laughs> all of this is at Andrea's uh, today and uh, tonight and tomorrow and all of that. And we do the whole thing, or they do. And uh, I'm glad you could call in. It's uh, it's uh, my pleasure. I love to be with you and Marion. And yes. uh, we go back 32 years. Uh, you're doing a great job. All this wonderful year. Keep it up the good work. And we'd love to be with you another 32 years. Oh, wow. We're only going to be 60. <laughs> but I don't time. know. That's <laughs> asking gonna, for I'm a lot. I'm going to come to your house one of these days, Andrea. <laughs> My I home promise. is your home. All right. Take Anytime. care. Bye. Andrea, 834-8583. Andrea, we say, Molte gracias. Ciao. Reveleccia a tutti. My home is your home. Mamma mia. Ciao. Let's go to Sam. We're back. Sam is here. Yes. Thank you. I wanted to say that another food back then was pot pies. Oh, yeah. I love pot pies. And the fish sticks that I was served back then, they were rectangular. But mm-hmm. now I can't find them rectangular. They're always in a sort of triangular shape. Hmm. Uh, well, well now, don't you think that pot pies had kind of the same thing going that the Terry's roast beef did? When you when they came out, they were full of chicken and vegetables and less and less as time went on. Well, I don't remember Terry's roast beef. Well, what I'm saying is it started out where it was loaded with chicken and vegetables, and as time went on, there was less chicken and vegetables and more sauce. Yes, that's probably true. Yes. Uh, but, and I want to say one more thing. Um, back when I was young, if a uh, store had uh, more than three flavors of ice cream, they, had, they always had chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. If there was a fourth flavor available... It would be lemon custard ice cream. Hmm. But now you can't find lemon custard ice cream unless you go to an ice cream parlor. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know why that is. but well, uh, have It's you, probably you've more had, expensive uh, to make. You, you've had, uh, uh, oh, what's that ice cream I eat all the time that I can't remember the name Breyers, of? Breyers, no, vanilla. It, no, the name of it. If you went, Breyers, Breyers, uh, vanilla. That's the... Uh, French vanilla, Briars yeah. French vanilla. I'm looking Trust for me. Italian. Oh, Spumoni. 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 Yeah. And the the yellow part of Spumoni is a melon. Is a uh, uh, yeah a lemon uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you know, there's three other, four other flavors in there too. So wait, in Spumoni, there's Spumoni. Torrencino. Torrencino. And then, uh, 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 I don't know what else, pistachio. Pistachio. And then uh, one's a strawberry, right? Strawberry. That's it. It's only three, isn't it? No, it's at least four. No. No, No, I've never had that, but I I will look for it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you called because pot pie is the missing one. You're right. And I have been to Antonio uh, Baracos on um, 
Claiborne Street. And I, I have seen Spinoni. I've had Spumoni there, but yeah, Angelo Mercado. Angelo Mercado. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's I may the have place said to get it, it No, that's the place yes. to get it. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Thank you for Thanks calling, for calling, Sam. New caller. Yay! Nice hearing from you. Call again sometime. All right. It's the food show. And we have one of our regulars, Stephen, with his list. Hello, Stephen. Oh, no list today. No list. You must be packing. Yeah, I'm doing running around getting things ready. But I will say, since I live in an 1830s house. Oh, wow. And I, I like the look of my 1830s house, which I'm being hassled by the assessor over. Uh, you know, I hate these buildings that. Uh, they did it to Lafitte's blacksmith shop, made it look like Disney World about 10 years ago. Mm. It has mellowed with age after about 10 years, but, you know, these strikingly it's a shiny patina. houses. You yes, want patina. patina. Okay. Yes. And people love my house. The, the other day, three people, while I was sitting here listening to you all, came along and wanted to know about the history of the house. And and, a, and another day, a photographer Did they want to know by. what you were doing sitting in the car? Uh, no, I was sitting on the door stoop, oh, but oh, okay. I, the okay. car was in front of me oh, with okay. the radio going. Um, <laughs> and then the other day, I had a photographer for the Times Picayune out photographing the neighborhood. And told me how much he loved my house. And finally, at the end of our conversation, said, well, would you like to sell your house? Oh, wow. Said, no, not yet. <laughs> A few years from now, maybe. So he gave me his card and told me to call him <laughs> when I was ready. So. I like when that happens. I wish it would happen to yeah. me. I wouldn't sell yeah, either, so though. I like patina cars. Like, I have bought my antique cars, and I bought original antique cars with 80-year-old paint jobs. Hmm. Uh, and there's a big to-do about originality and having the car not being taken apart and put it back together, uh-huh. even though it's they put it back supposedly the way it was built. It's not the way those guys in 1938 built it. Well, no, of course not. Yeah. But, you know, we we get along with our fake stuff yeah. just fine. Yeah. Anyway, well, Stephen, have a wonderful time on your trip. Tell your mother hello okay. for us all. I'll, I'll, I'll probably call you. you while I'm up all there. All right. Okay. I know the hour difference. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye-bye. The studio clock says four, 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 four. Tom likes all that stuff. 105.3 FM HD. You got so excited with all your fours, you, yeah. you just the the, the just numerals just kept spilling out and tumbling over each other and but, making you tongue tied. But people will remember that. Okay, I hope I don't. Two six zero six three six zero. That's the best answer okay. I've ever heard from Two, you or anybody six, else. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We had something going about... It was about worth doing this whole show a, just yeah, for that. Yeah. About <clears throat> the 50s food, the yeah. convenience culture. You know, I have to admit, I kind of like fish sticks. I do. Okay. Um, when when uh, it, I wonder what percentage of uh, fish sticks came to be uh, to supply the... Catholic schools with enough for Friday every week. I mean, sometimes it was a grilled cheese sandwich, and sometimes it was... Oh, sometimes. Sometimes. You ready for this? I'm glad you're sitting down. Mm -hmm. Okay. This I have nightmares about. Yeah. Okay. 
a big pot of red gravy mm. with hard-boiled eggs bobbing around in it. My sister, my little sister, says that she hated that. But she said that the reason she hated it is that she was absolutely sure that it was turtle that was being served there because she never tasted it again until she grew up and she was in a restaurant that had turtle soup and she tried it and she says, oh, my God, it's that awful stuff from the, from school back in third grade. Well, the hard-boiled eggs wouldn't be in it. Well, yeah, yes, they would. So that almost is uh, always yeah, there found. There is no way, there is no way even back then that turtle was cheap enough and plentiful enough for it to be foisted upon unsuspecting children in school. Well, who knows? I don't. I don't know the inside of it. Well, anyway, I do like. I do. You know, I actually did like a lot of that stuff. Not the Vienna sausages. Mm -hmm. Not the potted meat. Not the croquettes. But I did like fish sticks pretty well, and um, not so much the the. Um, TV dinners. I knew even as a kid there was something really wrong there. Mm -hmm. And um, and I really did like the Terry's roast beef at first. And I'm so glad that S Sam called up about the pot pies because that's one of my favorites. That's still one of my favorites. Yeah. I remember the, the time I tried to make pot pie from scratch. And it was good. I, I liked it. Unfortunately, like everything else, when I cooked for the family, I wound up eating most of it myself mm. because you all went out to dinner. <laughs> Boy. And nobody ate anything at home. We never eat your, anything Your at father home. had a good answer for that, but we'll not just let it sit. <laughs> well, you've said it enough times on the air. They, they can almost say it with you, okay. I'm sure. If, if, uh, if her dad uh, <laughs> was struck as something being kind of uh, outrageous in one way or another, he would say, the bastards. <laughs> you, you there was to be something there. about that that really struck mm -hmm. a chord with Tom for yeah. some reason. Well, I no, I always liked your dad. I, I, know, I know. He 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 had a lot of good ideas. My he liked you too. He's responsible for this. He he made roast beef for poor boys, and he did it really well he to did. begin he with. Did. He made a really but good then roast beef for boys. He made a big fuss over the fact that when you finish it, you take it out and you cut it across the. Uh, bias the grain, grain the gain of the, the meat, grain, grain. and then it would just make everything super tender it, and was it would just be sort of like, debrisish. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really. He good. was a stickler for his meat grains. God bless him. <laughs> I guess because he didn't see it too often. I mean, like I said, we ate mostly stuff out of boxes. Mm. Well, that can happen. Uh, maybe that's why I really like the McDonald's fish sandwich. The McDonald's fillet of fish reminds me of fish sticks. Does anyone still eat mm. fish sticks? Does anybody's kids still eat fish sticks? I mean, uh, I know they're bad I don't, for you. I don't know, and I don't. Are they even know. really fish? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. I'd ask them though. There was uh, there was a time when they were trying to figure out what to do on Fridays because in the early years of McDonald's, uh, they really didn't know because they had discovered that nobody particularly liked eating grilled Fish. cheese sandwiches uh, oh. all the time yeah. on every Friday. And so they fooled around with it a little bit, and they came up with that, and that's where the all those McDonald's... One uh, of my favorite quotes from a restaurateur who shall go unnamed was about Good Friday, and he talked about some of his customers who were absolute sticklers for never eating meat on Friday. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, I used to listen to them talk about that. They'd be sitting with their girlfriend while their wife was at home and talking about eating meat on Friday. And I always found that really entertaining. Mm. And I would have to say I do, too. <laughs> 260 yeah. is the number. <clears throat> it is? I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Huh? It is. It's the number. What else have you got in your, on your almanac? I have uh, words to drink by. Mm. Health is what my friends are always drinking to before they fall down. <laughs> Phyllis Diller. Oh, she was so good. Very funny. Words to eat by. A well-made sauce will make even an elephant or a grandfather palatable. <laughs> Whatever that means. Anyway, uh, these are a couple of entrants from our daily newsletter, the New Orleans Menu, which you can get to by going to nomenu.com. And I write all of my stuff over there, and Marianne writes a lot of her own stuff over there, if not more than I do. And uh, and it's just and a, voila. A, something good for you to to visit whenever you're you have a, a few minutes to just think and like your morning medicine. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. That I just they used to say what was it something medicine. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. Now, you are missing two foods. Uh, we have a national day today, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's fill well, us there, in. The, the first one is, uh, is, is called the National Fluffer Nutter Day. You what know is what that? I'm, what? Fluffer Nutter. Ah, Fluffer Nutter. Let me explain. Didn't he used to play for the Saints? No, he Fluffer did not. Mutter? No. No, oh, he no. wouldn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he was watching TV with you. Now, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Fluffer Nutter is... is Two things on bread. It's a sandwich. Mm. It's a sandwich made up of uh, marshmallow spread and peanut butter together in a sandwich. Mm. Interesting. Now, is that that marshmallow cream stuff? Yes, that's Ugh. correct. Ugh. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's from Massachusetts, is where it was born. So yeah. what do you expect? It's also National Pierogi Day. Ah. What was her name? The one the the critic from the New York Times that liked. Bialis and pierogies. Oh, yeah. She wrote a whole book about it. What was her name? Uh, that was because you're tell asking me. Tell us about pierogies, Doug. I'll come up with it in a second. Doug, what, I beg your pardon. What? Tell us about pierogies. Uh, pierogies. Well, yeah, they can be many, many things. They can be stuffed. It's stuffed. It's, it's stuff, stuffed, and stuffed is what it was. Pretty much stuff, stuff. <laughs> It, uh, mashed potatoes. So you can bake a filling. It's a, it's sort of like a hand pie, is what it is. Okay, and, uh, that's good. It's with mashed potatoes. I never met a hand pie I didn't like. Potatoes and cheese. You can get them with oh, let's see now. Onions, Where are they from? Cheese, cabbage, sauerkraut, ground meat, mushrooms. Who's finished the wait, list? What goes are the pierogies? Where are they from? Poland. Okay. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I was about to say that that sounds like a Central Europe it's, kind it's, of thing. It's Eastern Europe. Is, Eastern is, Europe. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Okay. All right. Well, and Chicago. Know, they, they do have, well, same thing. They do have, um, that's where all those people went. Um, that's Polish up there, huh? Wisconsin, well, places like that. Well, a lot of it is, yeah. but a lot of Germans and a lot of um, uh, uh, people from Norway and places like that. What's what's a Bialy? A Bialy would make you think of a... Uh, kolache, that's the other one. Kolache is a totally different Yeah, what thing. are all those things? Kolaches, they're nuts about them in Houston. Well, they're, they're uh, moving, they're moving. 
they keep saying that, but they, they, there have been many attempts to put that in the markets of New Orleans. It's never gotten anywhere. Okay, what are they? Uh, what are they what? Kolaches. Oh, what, what they, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know other than the, the okay, fact. I've, I've been seeing them around, that's for sure. <clears throat> yeah. And, well, uh, and there are places that you can get them in New go Orleans. Go get them. And, okay, uh, so it's like a little pie. It's kind like of, a little, it's yeah. a hand pie is what it looks like. It's, yeah. it's got a filling. And, yeah, it's like a little hand pie. Ooh, now this looks good. This this one looks good. You know what? Speaking of the 50s foods, pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. There was not a lot of, you got to admit, there was not a lot of effort put forth. Mm, not a lot, no. Back in that time. So you could actually get some hot dogs and then get one of those, um, it, it, was, it would be a croissant mix. Remember that? Uh, and you could get them in the can that you just whap on the and then open them like that. And then you roll those over the hot dogs and bake them with some cheese. Actually, it's good. That's the problem. It's, hmm. You know, it's good. It's not it's not brilliant. It's not a lot of effort, but it's it's good enough. If people like it, that's all you need to know. Now, I'm really. going to quote a friend of mine whose dad used to be like my dad. And my dad had these saying that. It's all just another meatball. But his dad even went one better, and he said, quote, fills a hole. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard him say that, quoting his dad, I said, okay, that's going to have to be like a running theme on the, on the show. Can I use it? And he said, of course. So it, it, I've mentioned it more than a few times here. Anyway, pierogies, kalachis, bialis. Mm -hmm. the All Eastern European things. Was the, what was her name? She preceded Ruth Reichel. She did by quite a bit. She There were like three was, or four. I can picture her. Let me, let me yeah, see. I can too. I had dinner with her a couple of times. Uh -huh. uh, anyway, uh, she uh, was the uh, restaurant critic for oh. the New York Times for uh -huh. quite a while. And uh, I, if... if uh, we we're not at the end of the show and getting rickety. Uh, I would spit out her name just in a I'm, second, I'm but get I can't. It for you. You I'm are doing gonna... it. Go ahead, keep going. Anyway, she wrote this book about bialis, which are a lot like bagels, uh -huh. uh, but they were different enough that she could actually get a, a whole book out of it. She got a little flack from some of her other food uh, people. I wasn't one of them. I I always thought she was a good writer. Yeah, you liked and, her. Um, Anyway, okay, she was after Peter Wells, right? Mimi Sh uh, Sheridan. Mimi Sheridan. Mimi Sheridan. Mimi Sheridan. Oh, wow, Tom. But that's, the, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, there we go. I thought we were going to have to throw like a hook in there and start reeling it out. Well, we like almost a, did. Like a big deep sea fish. But she was, uh, it was, it's an interesting little book, and it is a little book. Uh, on Bialis. We uh, probably Bialis. have it on the shelf because we got everything else uh, could on the shelf. Could be, yeah, yeah. We have a mac and cheese book. A walnut book. And we have a brand new book that uh, we didn't yeah, get a chance do, to talk at all her, about it. All. And we can talk about the book when we do that. But um, I didn't feel like doing that today. <laughs> well, who could blame you? <laughs> and you said the show was good. so I think know. this is one of the best shows we've done. I, okay. Uh, and uh, I, I want to make sure we get a recording of this. Doug, Doug's here. That's going to happen Doug, when yeah. Doug is here. And, uh, and I want to send that. it to a few we people. Still we still haven't gotten the replays going, right, Doug? That's not back yet, though, huh? Okay, so one of these days that'll happen, or maybe not. But anyway, you can always download the podcast, which they have yeah. been really good about putting up. Thank you, Doug. Mm -hmm. 
Doug is not only yeah, we good needed for some help with that, but prodding uh, us and for finding out things, and also he's been um, Doug's been sending me some good stuff. Which when we get desperate, Doug, we're going to pull out because I've kept them all, but we haven't gotten desperate yet. I want to mention before we go uh, the ninth annual Kenner wine and food event happens thursday you need to get your tickets by tomorrow they're 85 dollars tomorrow and after that they are 95 dollars at the chateau golf and country club about 30 restaurants will be around the pool wow. doling out some wonderful food to benefit the four kids foundation so if you like those grazing events and especially if you live in kenner you don't have too many of those out there that is thursday night the 10th at Chateau Golf and Country Club. You can get your tickets online That's by going to ChateauGCC.com. Yeah. They're, they're up in the northern part of the of, of um, <clears throat> Kenner, rather. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we don't have to give the show anymore. I mean, we don't have to give the phone number anymore because we're, well, we're done. getting kind of done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we are back on the air tomorrow. Yes, we are. And then the day after that. Yes. And we're here all the time. And uh, it was a good show. I it was a good I show. I, we never I, did. We never did get anything on the Jewish food, and and I'm glad though that Gregory called and corrected me that today is Yom Kippur instead of Rosh Hashanah. So my yeah. apologies to the Jewish well, community yeah. out there. Anyway, good night, everyone. Have a wonderful evening. Have a great meal. We'll be back tomorrow. WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.